An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. The music dude there is, you know him, don't you? Out at Cronulla, at the Sharkies, isn't he? Um, Stephen Ferris. Is that who it is? <laughs> I think. Yeah, he I, does I, very good music. He does. Yeah. I think, yeah, Stephen Ferris, he does Number of the Grounds. He's a Dragon supporter. But yeah, he, he did Magic Ground, all the music. Yeah, right. And they used to do, well, they still do a show. Well, they won't be at the moment because there's no season taking place. But on a Friday uh, called Fire Up, I forget the radio station. Oh, the season starts back. FBI radio, sorry. And and Brendan Cow, good afternoon, morning to you from uh, Notting Hill, London. I did try to clarify that I would never, ever, ever commit myself to DJ for the Sharks. You know that would be sacrilege for me. <laughs> Correct. What 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 kind of um? What would you play the the theme song to Jaws? Have you got any ideas up your sleeve? This is the end, my one? friend. <laughs> this- <laughs> Is there a song called Toxic Swamp Kids? I don't know. <laughs> I think there's, I, I think that number, um, we get knocked down, but we get back up yeah. again. We'll be playing on loop. Loop. You know, we are the champions to close, whatever you want. Depends if Beautiful. it's 2016 or not. Anyway, we thank Maddie Johnson for that. And look, uh, I would like Thanks, to open Maddie. the show. Thanks, Maddie. Now, Brenda, we'll, we'll get to you in a minute what you're doing. We're in Sydney, you're in London. Uh, rugby League is it the great unifying force. It's like a rainbow of the planet about to reveal its mm. full bloom of colours in around about two weeks or less, I believe. Um, mm. I'd like to start with hair. And Rugby League players changing their hair regardless of the situation, generally, it, it, it will bring a, a great man down. And Wayne Bennett is one of those people who will support that uh, at the moment. But I think in lockdown, Rugby League players are going a little, little sir crazy. Uh, is banned blonde hair bleaching. Chris, what do you think about that? Well, when you say he's banned, Stephen, and you know, it's great to be on Fire Ups Quite Australia with someone who's in the even quieter United Kingdom and yourself, Brendan. But um, I think he's allowed the South Sydney players to resume training with whatever hair colour they like. So Cody Walker's taken him at his word and he's come back with the bleach look. And again, the concept of anyone dyeing their hair blonde is anathema to me, Stephen. But it's alien to me too. But, but Bennett has said, when we kick off and that blessed day, May 28, resumption day, we're all you know praying at the altar, it's crew cuts, military style, and no colour. And in fact, that's the, the Bennett edict, is that you can't colour your hair if you're going to put on the Myrtle and Cardinal. Seems what do you think is Clint Eastwood or something? Well, <laughs> I've never, that, that analogy's never been drawn. No, I know. And apparently just just revealed that Josh, the unloved grub, nobody wants him at this point in time, is bleached his hair to try and get a break somewhere. He's obviously missed that uh, fashion trend. Well, I think he's trying to get noticed by Dean Pay, because uh, the Tigers have, in a masterstroke, have swapped Paul Momorowski for Harry Grant. I don't know, Harry Grant sounds like an old-time entertainer, doesn't he? I love it. And he's, he's can I say, 
in this revitalized rugby league, he's training the house down right now. <laughs> Is he? Albeit in groups of 10. And uh, there's probably no home for Grub, so he's trying to get back to Belmore and he's not going to get noticed without doing the Barnet. And so he's on the blonde Cody Walker style as well. Is there a phrase that would say the Prince of Belmore, but with a B? The Baron of Belmore? I don't know. They love him there, don't they? Is the is the is Wayne's kind of um, aversion to the bleach in this time where there's a lot of controversy about what players are putting in their bodies, flu shots, etc. Is this Wayne going? We don't want any toxic product in the head. It's a temple. The body is a temple. Yeah, the body Brendan. is a temple. Yeah, don't fuck with um, bleach hair. Yeah, it it is crazy. I mean, we've seen players act out a lot, and I guess this is just symptom symptomatic of um, NRL players gone mad, Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, um, well, absolutely. I, I don't know what you reckon, Dennis, but I mean, I think Wayne is ultra organic now because let's face it, it's, it's mm. not easy being Wayne at the best of times, but he is constantly being stopped by various authorities at both, you know, local, state and federal level saying, how old are you? Can I look at your licence? Mate, you shouldn't be outside right now, let alone training a rugby league team. So he doesn't want to get exposed to anything that's sort of chemical or not natural. What do you reckon, Dennis? That's right. Well, I, I actually wonder about the wisdom of that because he is, he is being stopped by his own players and questioned by his own players as to whether he's at risk or not. Um, but I, I, think he's, I think Wayne has actually got this completely wrong because as Brendan was pointing out, that bleach, bleach will kill viruses. That's true. Bleach kills bacteria. You don't want to be carrying it around. And if you've got a bit of surplus hair, you don't want to be carrying the bacteria. Just say you're getting into a tackle, you're rubbing your head around, someone touches your hair, touches the face, bang! Dennis, you're missing missing the point. Donald Trump has been requesting people drink bleach to kill the virus. He's been saying that, and he's been using his hair, he's been oranging his face with the same gear. Yes, yes. It's the the Surgeon General USA has said, drink bleach, bleach Ah. your hair. Ah, gotcha. So, so in fact, what you're saying is that Reynolds has got the memo earlier and that all the players will have bleach hair come May 28. Yeah, and he also got the memo that said he's getting paid, what, 650000 at the oh, Tigers. He's only going to get minimum wage at the Berries. Not happy. I, I agree even... Josh has had a tough couple of years, but he's been well paid to have a go, go, couple of years by the West Tigers. Thank you very much. Yeah. And while I look at my screen here, and I know the listener can't see the screen, or can they? I don't know in this world of technology. We're on YouTube, Stephen. This goes on YouTube, so you can see the screen. (laughs) Okay. Chris and I have got beautifully natural blonde hair, and the two below us have got beards, much like Satan himself, Cameron Smith, during this lockdown. What does that say about you guys? Look, it doesn't. This isn't Cameron Smith's beard. Look how it's it's thin, it's wispy, it's not bushy, it's not even manicured. The thing that gets me, he's manicured it, like he's shaved it down to shape it. The whole purpose of an ISO beard is I couldn't be rat shaving. <laughs> so why do you sit there and manicure the bloody thing? Get it off or grow it. Don't sit there and play. Don't go halfway between. It's binary. You have an ISO beard, you shave. You don't Brilliant. do both or neither. Oh, you can see that um, Cameron's always a step ahead of everybody. And where other rugby league players have have come apart during this time, he's hibernated. He's gone into a kind of ice cave. Um, I think it's kind of reminiscent of when Bon Iver came out with that album forever, forever ago. He just disappeared into a hut in the wilderness and came out and went, oh, I did this. And it was like Rolling Stone said it was the greatest album ever. 
And yeah. Cameron's going to come back with that beard and he's going to go, I've got six new tricks. And, and, and they're all manipulative and they all bend the rules and they're going to change the game. And that one poor referee doesn't know what's going to hit him because in that beard, Cameron has stored yes. the next series of NRL manipulations. In the beard. In the that's what he's he's just it's all been festering, it's just been cooking in the wilderness. Where where is the wilderness in Melbourne? The Dandenongs, Hepburn Springs? I don't even know. I don't go to the place. The whole thing, the whole thing's all over it. And I'm assuming I didn't even know Melbourne, I didn't even know Melbourne was still going. It is still going, isn't it? (laughs) Barely. I I believe also it's on a road. Is Punt Road still going? Is it still full? (laughs) Is it still dusty and packed all the time, Punt Road? Are people can't still tell playing AFL? We can't tell you. No. Right? <laughs> They're not playing AFL. They're not playing AFL. They're not allowed to play AFL. Danny has said no, no playing, no ball. So, yep. No I ball. Well, it was a game invented by a 10-year-old, I assume. So, you know, no ball, that's my ball, would make sense. I, I thought they were kind of, had their kind of tail between their legs. Chris, was this true that they were like, sorry, Sorry, NRL, for saying you guys are fools, but we might start too now. Yeah, we're going to start. <laughs> hey, uh, right? Brendan, uh, I believe that he was also on a on a on a Pete Evans paleo diet as well. This Cameron Smith, and he's also fully aware. <laughs> <laughs> Killing whatever That's he can right, find. He's going full wildebeest. He's got nude. He's played drums. He's <laughs> he's made love with beasts <laughs> we didn't even know about. And the yeah. wife's there the whole time with him going, as long as Cooper Cronk's not here, I'm fine. He can do it. <laughs> and she's looking at the ring that Todd gave her and going, how good is this ring? This works. Hey, what's, it, what's in his beard again, Brendan? Tricks. Oh, just a whole bunch of tricks, you know, a oh. whole bunch of tricks to come back and, you know, people get, people's, uh, you know, because the whole wrestle and the ruck is getting so much attention. Yeah. What's Cameron going to do? He's going to come in and he's going to shift the focus. Yes, you know and these new mean? referees have no idea about no how, idea. Ask, now, how do you ask what's in your beard, son? Give us a look at your beard. doesn't exist. Why do you, why do you think that they're going back to one ref? Yeah, so exactly. Cameron can be the other one. Yes. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a cost saving to just present itself, doesn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. And in fact, they'll have Smith wired up for all the other games. He'll just play his game, ref that. All the and, other games. The bunker will go. Free of charge. And that's where the 2.5 mil is being saved, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Why do you think Craig Bellamy penetrated the bunker? Cameron to Craig. Craig. Did <laughs> you miss that from last year? Bellamy's bunker? What a great success that was. He looked like he was in witness protection somewhere. Um, the thing about Smith, of course, is there's a documentary that not many people have heard of called The Last Dance, and we might talk about it a little bit yeah. later. But, of course, in the middle of it, the main protagonist took an enforced break, Michael Jordan. Some say because, you know, he was upset about the loss of his father. Some said because he was owing a lot of money to gangsters. But he enabled him to rejuvenate the body and have this beautiful uh, return to the career and more championship success. Cameron Smith has engineered this break because his body has shown its first signs of fraying. And he says, well, I'm not in the condition to play. I mean, that was pretty evident when you took on your mob, Brendan. So he's been able to engineer this break. (laughs) and um, come back better, cleaner, ready to go. It's, it's mastery. And the one ref, you're right, it's got Smith written all over it. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's called a private conference, isn't it? <laughs> you know? It's a one-on-one. 
It's there. Hey, we're talking to a Zoom call right now at Smith's house. Your badger will be on it. You know, I'll oh. be on there. Unbelievable. And 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 uh, I mean, how do we feel about this one, ref? Uh, uh, Mark Guy was against it. Freddie Fittler loves it. You know, mm. what, where where do we sit? Is it good, gentlemen? Well, Brendan has a you go ahead, no, Stephen. No, 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 Dennis, you go. I think what's going to be really interesting is that there's been no discussion and there's been this, this little organisation, which is the Professional <laughs> Rugby League uh, Officiators, Official Match Referee Never Union. No one's ever heard of them. They've been sneaking around since 2014. There's a website all about them, PRMLO or something, PRLMO, Professional Rugby League Match Officials. That's what it is. Uh-huh. And they've pointed out, quite awkwardly that the NRL has a collective bargaining agreement with the referees and haven't discussed that before saying there's going to be one referee. They haven't actually discussed it. So that's so Landis, a, little, isn't it? a little bit of union issue. Oh, going I mean, on. He doesn't care. Does he? Volandis? Now, my my question, just, just like, going back to before is Volandis. Put it all on the favorite. Volandis <laughs> Smith. Volandis Smith. Is Volandis challenging Smith or is Smith, does Volandis still beneath Smith and beneath Barb? It's an excellent question. It's reminiscent of of Macbeth and Lady Macbeth, isn't it? Mm. So who's pulling the strings here, really? Sorry, Chris. Oh, that's all right. I I think when you actually look at what's happening here, and I mean, I love the refs union. They were going to go on strike for about 24 hours before they thought better of it. That the Volandis Smith, which would be the traditional axis of where you think it's happening, they've both been trumped by Anastasia Palaszczuk. I mean, she she is running the game right now. And, She's and, beneath yeah. Freddie. She answers to Freddie Fittler because Freddie Fittler holds Freddy's the voters. Top. He holds the voters in the palm Freddy, of his hand. Freddie Joey Johns. Does, doesn't Gus Gould, does Gus Gould hold <laughs> Freddie's um, package in his hand? <laughs> so is Gus quietly so, holding the so threshold Gus is still, still? He's still at the top, though. He's underneath. <laughs> yes. And yeah. it's just been wonderful to listen to Rugby League Radio and watch all the shows and... And and just see everyone trying to pronounce um, the Queensland minister's <laughs> name. I mean, um, I mean, I'm not even going to try. And I'm a, I'm an actor. I was going to say trained actor. But I didn't get into it. I want to see them spelling it. I want to see them spelling it out. I want to see them write yeah. it down on a piece of paper. That, that that'll be a challenge. Now, uh, yeah. Brendan, you're in London. You probably don't understand that there's been a lot of momentous um, movement happening in Australia and in, in the media, etc. Um, we've had the tragic yeah. loss of Alan Jones retiring today. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. You can feel 67-year-old white businessmen across the country <laughs> weeping into their Penfolds cabinets right now. <laughs> exactly. Okay, darling, who am I going to blame? <laughs> you know? The shame game. And also, you might not know, but you, you probably do. There's a lot of glamour in rugby league. And if it wasn't for Nathan Cleary, we wouldn't have that, well, dare I say, for I think today's paper as well, young newbiles dancing in front of us or pictured in front of us. And Nathan Cleary, oh. of course, it came out that Tyrone Payne, who was also his flatmate living in the building, when these newbiles entered the house, apparently he told the commission, the integrity commission, that he left the room to go to his bedroom. He couldn't partake. They no. later found out that was a lie. Jeez. So the Henry. paper described them as nubiles. The paper actually said nubiles. That's all they are. That's all they are. Wow. And what, can you just, just for the listeners and viewers um, across uh, what I assume is the, the rugby league world, world. What is a, what, how would you describe a nubile, Stephen? Uh, a wriggling young lady. Right. Yeah, simple. And you're, simple. Willing, you're willing to go on the record 
saying that? <laughs> no one's listening now. <laughs> look, I, I looked at Nathan. That's not my word. And, and, yeah. You know, I've got a mate who went on TikTok. I, I spend most of my days wondering what social media is I should get off because I should really be reading the Russians and writing my great work. Ah, yes, you should. I'm looking at models making omelettes, you know, in Spain. <laughs> and so I don't want another platform in which to lose time because, as we know, life is short and so is the 2020 rugby league season. So I haven't gone anywhere near TikTok. But my mate Andy Ryan, proud Queenslander, Bogan, he, he said to me that he did a block of Billy Ray Cyrus 22nd country dance on TikTok and it took him three days. Yeah, right. He yeah. said that it is very complicated. Right. The lighting, the miming, all the chips. Like, you might as well go to the Australian Film Television Radio School and get a degree <laughs> in, you know, being a cinematographer. It sounds but I would challenge Nathan to prove that he can TikTok in 10 minutes um, with five ladies. Um, on the last dance um, topic, you know, when it, when it came to mind and I saw Nathan there and, geez, we all have to admit he's not struggling. Um, I, I, I put this to you, gents. Is Nathan Cleary the Dennis Rodman of the rugby league? Pretty clearly. Oh, pretty clear, doubt. And, and, and that was why he... He's no innocent. He went, yeah, and he went back to the judiciary. That is why they slapped the two-match ban on him not because he lied originally or failed to tell him about the TikTok video, is that his dancing was so poor. And, I mean, yeah. it, it cast the game into disrepute. Because he fell onto the couch, didn't he, in no, the no. second dance? I saw him. It, well, was that him going, oh, shit, I think I might get in trouble for this? And he literally yeah. tried to dive out of the situation? Because his and coach, who I think he might be related to, has said, whenever you're in, in trouble, Nathan... Just get out, just no. just run, just dive, dive. out of there. Make a dive. He's going, oh, yeah. shit, Dad, I'm in trouble. And he's just gone a bit like this. But it's it's a little late, isn't it? And it's that's where your theory comes unstuck, Brendan, because I've seen Dennis Rodman dance at a nightclub. And Nathan Cleary is not in the same league, I'm afraid. Is he Doesn't really? Dennis Rodman have some colourful hair? And he's a friend of Kim. Oh, Kim from yeah. Korea. Yeah, so, so when, yeah, when hasn't... When hasn't true. Nathan Cleary needs to colour the hair, he needs to get some bleach, yeah. needs to fix yes. that up. He so also, maybe Adam is the Janice Rodman of rugby league. Who? Oh, sorry, Who? Josh Reynolds, I should say. Josh <laughs> Reynolds, Adam Reynolds. <laughs> You've got to uh -huh. say that, you know, the daddy's, daddy's parental um, advice, you know, shifting from the Tigers over to Penrith, it's just made the young son rebel even further, hasn't it? It's, yeah. You oh, know, it's yeah. not like he's playing by the rules. Daddy's in town. And, and the naughty little son's acting out saying, no, daddy, no, daddy. I was You're okay right. without you, daddy. Watch me dance, daddy. Watch me dance. <laughs> I like one of the girls. I like that one of the girls was drinking a Corona just oh, yeah. to remind us. Yes, where we are. Yeah. Yeah. She, 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 what did they call that? She watermarked it. Yeah, branded <laughs> content. Timestamp. Hey, this I is, think, uh, those, those girls ended up at the protest of Minnesota as well, didn't they? They're just they're thumbing yeah. their nose at authority, you know. <laughs> well, I, I think rifles. we'll see those those ladies come out uh, after this is all over with their very own um, Penrith-based girl group, I imagine. And their first yeah. album will Sign them you up. Know, just be an ode to the Cleary family, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. Nathan's Corona Boner. <laughs> <laughs> on that note this is quite and fire up the quiet Australians we'll come back in just a moment talk about something more serious okay we're back uh this is fire up uh, the quite Australian version of it and i'm here with chris girl uh, dennis carnahan and a wonderful friend from notting hill 
Brendan Cow. Brendan, I believe that Ruben Guthy, which I've seen, is entering into a new medium soon. Is that news that's false, fake? Uh, no, that's that's absolutely true, and I will not be denying that here no. on YouTube or on whatever things platforms I'm now sitting on. I can't feel the weight of all the platforms, but I feel like there's a few underneath me. Um, yes, we figured Ruben Guthrie came out in 2015, um, opened the City Film Festival and the London Film Festival comedy section, and um, you know played to. Um, Great acclaim and dubious reviews. And uh, it was based on the play that I wrote that was on at Belvoir Street Theatre. So, yeah, it's out now on Apple and Amazon. I thought of a, a, a movie about um, binge drinking in Australia um, would be um, timely during, during isolation. Can, I thought, can I ask one? want to think about that? <laughs> can I ask one question? You, yeah. you, you four in front of me, has your alcohol intake gone up or down during lockdown? Mine, mine's actually gone right down. Why? I, I think, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't I'm know worried about it. My, my, my in, alcohol intake's gone down. My exercising's gone up. My diet's yes. gone through the roof. I've yeah. lost about five kilos. I'm fit as a fiddle. I'm Dennis, you look I'm amazing. When's the book oh, when's the book coming out, the Dennis Carnahan? Like when's your is it the sixteen five or I don't know what it is, the numbers, but when can we have you got a song about your diet? I mean, when's this coming out? I think Did it's you, just the not working. Not working is really yeah, right. good. Yeah, yeah. It's really healthy. Well that's the thing. Everyone was scared that they were gonna come out of this time having, you know, really ballooned. Yes. It's when people are going outside just doing the most detailed kind of push-ups with their wife. And, yeah. and Boris Johnson just announced yesterday, limitless exercise, because that's what everyone in England is wanting. And it's like, you know, I've got to get exercise for an hour. I want to exercise all the time, Boris. I want to exercise 16 hours. And he said, well, you can go to the park with members of your house and just exercise all day. So people are going, great, I'm going to take Gran to Hyde Park, <laughs> and we're going to play badminton <laughs> for 17 hours straight. Have you heard that one member from another house can yeah, have come you heard and that play? The, dog, the, the Dogs Association have, have, have recognised they've lodged a protest that, that, that no more exercise for dogs. They've had enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I dogs, and, dogs and babies have never been happier, are they? Because all they want is people staring at them. Oh, my day. goodness. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the biggest issue is how the pets cope. How the pets post. cope with the PTSD? They're like, uh, the, the, the pets are going to go, hey, 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 Rufus, or whatever the other dog's name, do you know any bats? Can you get a bat to eat a penguin? <laughs> get another one of these things. <laughs> get a bat to eat a fucking penguin. We need another pandemic. I don't think there's many penguins left anymore. I've never been groomed so much. They even gave me some Osso Bucco the other night. <laughs> are they yeah, putting you know? the penguin? Because they sort of look a little bit like armadillos, don't they? Yes, that's the ones. They're a a, a Filipino ant-eating animal that rolls up um, to protect themselves. They're they're armoured. They're armoured, yeah, exactly. Um, And they're they're kind of beautiful, but I think they're a bit lonely. But you show your (laughs) prestige in China, Chris, um, through the, the most rare animal you can have in your soup. So they imported ah. this one. They imported this one from the Philippines and went, 
Oh, I've got pangolin in my soup. Yeah, you know. what do you got at your barbecue? Yeah, what do you got at your barbecue? I'm having pangolin too. Like, what's pangolin? They're like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Footage of the pangolin, they're quite reminiscent of Benny Elias and his pomp. And then, yeah, boom, the whole, world just, the whole world goes down the drain. Exactly. exactly. Roy Simmons, Roy <laughs> <Lee> Simmons, <laughs> all that style. Let when the rock was the rock, the pangolin was about. I got some notes here. I got some notes here. This was died, by the way, last week. You were actually, your dinner was served while we were recording this show, Dennis. <laughs> and you ate through the entire episode, which shows his dedication to the craft. It's some sort of keto thing you got going there. What was that? <laughs> that was, uh, that was um, my son had Cameron cooked some Smith dim sim. Diet. No, it was dim sim. Nice. What was the, that? Yeah, a little hargal that he did himself, brought him in. Now, dare Beautiful. I say, this, uh, this, this virus has introduced a, a, a new uh, stereotype, archetype, call it what you like, the anti-vaxxer wag. <laughs> right? I've never heard of the anti-vaxxer wag before, but now we know it's a thing. It's been a thing for many, many, many years. Uh, Frank Winterstein will testify to that, as will most of Samoa. And uh, I, I had no idea how much power and how much influence they had over the years. I thought the whole anti-vaxxer thing was based in Mullumbimby, it was a throwback to uh, you know the Aquarius Festival and the anti-government uh, sentiment. A little bit of five G now thrown in, a bit of uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Bill Gates, uh, whatever. But it's been reared its ugly head recently, where unfortunately even Adolf Hitler's been dragged into this mess. <laughs> well, so rugby, yes. I mean, so rugby league, you cannot play unless you get the jab. Well, I mean, the thing is, all starts with what uh, uh, it, the theory goes that you need the jab because that. If you get the flu, your immunity's down, you'll be more susceptible to COVID-19, and we can't have that, apparently. Apparently, you can't have a game if a couple <laughs> of people have coronavirus. I don't think that theory's been tested properly, but that's the deal. That's right. <laughs> ScoMo comes in over the top of it and says, uh, no jab, no play. That's the view. And Anastasia Palaszczuk, who does rule the game, has picked that up with huge enthusiasm. The debate, I think, was started by really what's turned out to be the epicentre, Brendan, of the anti-vaxxer or pro-choice movement, which is the Gold Coast. Because mm. Gold Coast Titan Dale Copley said, I object to ScoMo's position of no jab, no play. He says, I think ScoMo has got his political parties a bit mixed up. The coalition is the one who's supposed to try and fight for our freedoms. <laughs> now, that, that, that surprised me. I've got to say as a start, that surprised me. Have I got that wrong? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, f f that's right. And, and, and the anti-vaxxers, of course, are all about, they're not anti-vaxxers, they're about pro-choice because their bodies are temples and they want to decide what goes in that, uh, in that temple. Uh, I, I suppose you could, uh, you could argue that we don't need to drive on the, right, the left-hand side or the right-hand side of the road. You can drive wherever you want. You uh, should be allowed to take ecstasy into venues without being strip searched. There's a whole lot of things that yeah. I'm pro-choice about. Unfortunately, that's not the way the world works, does it? Murder. Murder, murder. <laughs> Look, I mean, it's it's what's what's odd about it is that the this kind of um, thinking is coming out of the Gold Coast. Now, I don't know about you guys, but in terms of dubious things I've put in my body, I don't know if there is a town like the Gold Coast where I have put stranger, you know, substances uh, have come within my realm. Are we talking about pineapples it, as well? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Is it is it Kavalav? Kavalav. <laughs> yeah. You know, you need a blood. You need a bloody all sorts of flu shots just to walk down there on a Saturday yeah. evening. My lord. 
<laughs> but what I, you know, the Gold Coast Titans are rejecting the flu shot. They don't want the flu shot. If you look at the Gold Coast Titans, you'll see that the culture of football inherent at the, at the Titans is not unlike the flu itself. Um, constantly, <laughs> constantly sluggish, mm. moody, tired, mm. inconsistent, inconsistent, mm. sneezing bullshit as an excuse. It's, <laughs> it is, the whole epitome of the Gold Coast Titans is the man flu. Nobody yeah. understands how hard it is. Yeah. I'm the one who's got it. And I don't think it's ever, I'm ever going to get better. I'm just going to be a bit sick a forever because I'm a Titan. <laughs> yeah. And I and just feel like it's ironic that, you know, the main player, Bryce Cartwright, and Bryce Cartwright, he's the man who nearly could, wasn't he? He's got such <laughs> skill that he hasn't quite <laughs> found his Michael Jordan moment yet, yeah. has he? He's no. well, like Michael know. Jordan playing baseball. It's like yeah. it should work, but it's not working. Yeah. And it's ironic because, yeah, I find the Titans have a close relationship with the flu, and so this is baffling me. And Frank, she hid behind a piano, didn't she? Or was it a closet? In an attic. In an attic. And, 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 yeah. and this, is, this is where the power lies. You keep talking about the beard of Cameron Smith and, and the overlord, Landis, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, Gus School, et cetera. But when you've got Chanel... Chanel Cartwright yeah. taking the advice of Mrs. Wow. Winterstein, talking Taylor about Winterstein. the diary of a young. Sorry, Taylor Winterstein. Taylor Winterstein, forgive me. Sorry, taking the advice uh, of her and listening to about you know the the diary of a young girl who was uh, a, a, a small Jewish girl growing up in Nazi Germany, having to hide in a cupboard. Wrote a diary, ended up in Auschwitz and then in Belsen, and never to be seen again. And this, uh, of course, she was a victim. Of course, she was. And this is how they're feeling. I don't want to correct you, Stephen. Wasn't yeah. she an Amsterdam? Uh, well, no. I, mean, I, I, <laughs> she, I visited no, the she museum. No, she died in Belson, I believe. <laughs> I did that? visit the museum in Amsterdam, but yeah. I visited a lot of places in Amsterdam <laughs> and, and they all look pretty weird and pretty creepy and, and you just end up looking at the ceiling and counting the yes. amount of revolutions the fans that is are doing. But I, I just think it's time for, what's her name? Chappelle Corby, who's he married to? What's her name? <laughs> Chanel Cartwright. Chanel Cartwright. Mercedes Cartwright. Yeah, yeah. I think Mercedes Cartwright needs to get on Netflix and just just watch that a, a lovely little series called Unorthodox. And then she needs to go on 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 the Fox Live and talk to Paul Kent about yep. Unorthodox. And I think everything <laughs> will be sorted out. We're, we're pitching a TV series, Angry with Paul Kent, and we think it's a twenty-six part. <laughs> um, but I like I the idea that. I like it in the end, in the end with the Winterstein Cartwright axis, if I can call it that, that they liken themselves to Anne Frank and that the NRL is essentially the Nazi party. And on reflection, I, I'm not sure I've got a huge issue with that. And, 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 where, and where does that place Erin Mullen? Who is she? Eva Braun? <laughs> I mean, really? But, and, and the person, the person who I really feel for in all this is Brian Kelly, because no one knows that Brian Kelly's objecting to the flu shot. It's all been about Nathan Peets, who had it in the end, and yeah. Bryce Cartwright. And, and is anyone looking after the Kelly kid? And, no. and the other thing that uh, former co-host of this show, Brett Oden, very pointedly highlighted recently that when Chanel spoke up in defence of her husband, Bryce Cartwright, that was the first time that Bright was made familiar with something involving defence. 
for several years. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and did, you, did you know, and of course, Bryce came out and said, look, I, I've never said I'm an anti-vaxxer. I just don't oh. want to have a vaccination. <laughs> What's going to happen when they come up with the, with the cure for this Wu-Tan clan disease that we've all got? <laughs> Is Bryce going to go, no, I'm out. I want it. I want the Coronas. Bring it on to me. Give me a ventilator. I'm, and of course, I'm, I'm, well, I'm mad for it. And Chris, Chris said, no one's talked about the fact that most people are shit scared of needles. That's it. That's I mean, Dennis, right. don't you agree that all the reasons have been put up, uh, religious objections, adverse reaction to the flu shot, yep. and pro-choice, fear of needles is not featured prominently. And again, Nathan Peets, who eventually did take the shot, probably had experienced 5,000 needles getting his tattoos, but seemed to eject a one lousy flu shot. It didn't seem to stack up. And, I, I do uh, wonder with, with Bryce, when Bryce had the, because he's had a couple of injuries, and I do wonder if he said to the doctor, oh, oh please, no, no, no. Mm. As you're cutting my wrist open, as you're doing work on my shoulder, no needles. Yeah. In and fact, the, cut it open without a scalpel. I want it completely organic. Don't you put anything in my body. Just, uh, in fact, just grab it and rip it off and yeah. fix it up just with hammer. How, so, how does he Dylan do it? Walker. Dylan Walker. Dylan you know, Walker. On board. Hello, pharmaceutical king. <laughs> he's, just, he's just looking for an article. I wonder, Chris, I wonder, Chris, if, if they did say to some of those anti-vaxxer players, it's not a flu shot, it's just a deeper tattoo. And then, they could, and then they could give you the flu shot and just draw a little picture of a bat on your shoulder while they give it to you. Is England, this, is this something that could work? Is this collaboration? Is this fusion? You tell me. It's all about branding. I love, I love it. Now, I want to bring something back down, back down to reality for good. We've, we've been watching in high areas. Um, which, towns rugby, which towns love rugby league? Because I know there's a whole lot of, there's a backlash against Albury. Is it Albury-Wodonga or Albury? Just Albury. It's Albury. It's just, just Albury. Albury. Wodonga, as mm. we've discussed previously, Wodonga is the cross the Murray River in Andrewsville. Okay. So it's part right. of Andrews territory. So they couldn't go there. Um, right. It's uh, Albury they've had to cross over. And Albury doesn't want them. Doesn't like him. But no. remembering, it's, it's always a vexed question what towns love rugby league. Remembering yeah. that love, rugby league, don't go together. True. Everyone hates rugby league. True. Anastasia Palaszczuk hates rugby league. Volandis hates rugby league. It's all about hate. There's Mike just levels of hate. Rugby league. Like, Jones hates it. No, oh, despises it. Dreadful despises thing. It. Peter Versimers hates it. Now, Tamworth, Tamworth loves the Warriors. They don't like rugby league, obviously, but they love the Warriors because the Warriors have made them an international airport. And the mayor of Tamworth has been out saying, that's right, welcome to Tamworth International Airport. We're an international city, cosmopolitan Tamworth. How did Roy, Roy uh, describe how the mayor of Tamworth came out dressed the other day to greet them? He said he, he was at Tamworth International Airport to greet the Warriors dressed in full Maori chieftain gear. Um, <laughs> And there might have been a step too far, but you know, he's in the right place. Respect, know. respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you saying Gold Coast has got the virus? They don't care. They love rugby league because they love the virus. Correct? Is that a question to me? Yes, sir, I'm looking at you, Brendan. <laughs> you can't actually see what you're looking at. Because we're all in different positions on the screen, Stephen. <laughs> I love it. Modern you technology. Just you, just got, you, you just got an insight into what I was like at high school. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that me? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm hungry. When's recess? <laughs> On that note, let's have a break. We'll be back in a minute with Fire Up Quite Australia. I think we've got Dennis's song, haven't we? Oh, oh we have okay. a song yes. for Dennis. Thank right. you very much. <clears throat> I'll, Brilliant. I'll drop right into it. <laughs> 
Well, you're a real tough cookie with a long history of being anti-vax. Now that's a little weird. You had to stand down. You say they're being bullies. The Queensland government say all you gotta do is take a little flu shot. Why don't you take a little flu shot? Take a little flu shot, then you can play. Volandis gets what Voland, sorry, Voland, what Volandis wants. Volandis gets, you ain't gonna win, you're gonna have regrets. Vaccines are easy to choose, they're not much different to painkillers or tattoos. Take a little flu shot, why don't you take a little flu shot? Take a little flu shot, then you can play. Well done, Dennis. Well done. Live in the studio. Uh, look, many people say that you may love rugby league, but it certainly doesn't love you. That is not always true because I want to ask any of you, who hasn't been bullied because they love rugby league like our great overlord, Vlandis? Sorry, who hasn't I, been bullied for I, loving rugby I league? I ask you, have you been bullied? We've all been bullied for loving rugby league. Yes, yes. I went to a GPS yes, school. Yes. Mm. school. I was constantly... Yes you know, taunted and humiliated because mm. I like rugby league as opposed to rugby union. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a, it was a, it was a Volandis like existence, Stephen. And, and in, yeah. the difference is the Landis said the rugby league was his ticket to integration in Australian society yeah, and stopped him getting bashed up. There was no vehicle for me to do that at a GPS school because they no, didn't no. offer rugby league. It was no. only rugby union. And so and he called... I, I never joined society. And here I sit yeah. today in splendid isolation. He proudly calls himself the Wog from the Gong. Yes, the Gong. Wow, but I imagine you can't call him that. No. Probably not. No, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with the Greeks. That's what I tell you, Brenda. Don't mess with the Greeks because they started everything. You know that, right? Democracy, language, they philosophy. They did and then the Romans perfected it. Isn't Took that it up. true? Or that's, that's right. Set. Yeah. Now, <laughs> <laughs> I think they both shared that one a little bit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this myth of, of, of land seems to be growing exponentially. Like one minute uh, there was talk of, of this, this notion that he created this sideline business called the Apollo Project, very much a Greek myth. Somebody else suggested that he was uh, uh, like a man from, the, from Wollongong. He was St. George. He was, he was bullied and he was the, the dragon was the bullier and he was going to vanquish that dragon any which way he could. Another he slayed people, it. He slayed it with the power of rugby league. Rugby league. That That's sword, what I'm saying. Rugby league was his sword. And some people have, have accused him of uh, hubris. Is that right, Chris? Yeah, I was just wondering, Dennis, was his sword called Illawarra? But probably not. Um, so <laughs> no greater uh, thespian, thespian, that's not the right word. I just looked at Brendan momentarily and was the word thespian came to mind, Brendan. No well, greater... Uh, sharks jump <laughs> is, uh, hand in hand. By the way... <laughs> It, it is a creative hub down there in the Shire. They make some of the greatest contemporary dance uh, in the <laughs> Kiriwee, Gaimere regions. Um, some of the greatest. Well, there's definitely a whole lot of drama south of Capital. <laughs> no doubt about that. No, I, went no, a, no. I went to an event once in the Cogra Bay Progress Hall. Is that in the Shire, technically? Yeah. It, uh, yeah. I don't think it's in the Shire if it's got progress in it. No, I think the Shire... <laughs> Shia got to 1957 and went, this is great. Yeah. Let's, just, let's just wrap things up. 
<laughs> Mentally, emotionally, fashion-wise, yeah. everything. 1957. Yeah. This is this is how. Let's press pause. You know what I mean. And the screen froze. Hey, Brendan, have you taken a shot to the Notting Hill Carnival? What's that? That well, that's pretty much my, my company is called Modern Convict because I see myself as a modern <laughs> convict. I I committed okay. many crimes in Australia that I'm still yeah. living down, and I've got sent back to England. You know, so. <laughs> and are you are you circa about 1986? That jersey is, is that about right? That jersey you've got um, on there. What what do we got? Aussie dark. Darks. Late 80s, I think. I think it's late 80s. Yeah. I guess ET. Yeah, well, the- it might have been around the time that ET um, were doing damage down the down the right flank, um, pre Gladiator. Um, yeah. Gavin Miller. You want to have Gavin Miller in the back row? Gavin, Gavin Miller is a goal-kicking back, back row, yeah. Jonathan Docking in the headgear. Player, greatest player ever. Jonathan Docking. Barry yes. Russell, who I think went on to win Ben Oztag. Um, yeah, it was... Is Barry it was Russell... Who's the CEO? Who's, isn't Barry Russell... Isn't he still he, involved? He briefly he? was. Not now. Yeah. He, he briefly was. Yeah, they, they ripped the Velcro off that one, I think. Yeah. They, do yeah, go, they, they, they like to go through... They like to cycle through them quickly, don't they? Have you had a turn, Brendan? Yeah, no, I... I I'm, You're I next. Was, They've more come to me to buy the club in a, in a, a Russell Crowe <laughs> style. He's probably going to buy it. And I went, you might see that 90% of my career is theatre. Uh, so do you do uh, contactless is what I said to them. So Brendan, um, if you're talking that. Velcro, is that, is that sponsored there a duct tapes company on your jumper? What's that? <laughs> is, that a, is that a duct tape no, like, it's, like, Aussie it's, Ducks it's, is just the philosophy for a, for a scandal in Canola. It's just Aussie Ducks out of the way of yet another allegation against the Sharks. That's <laughs> right. I, I have no idea what that jumper is then. Okay. It's a form of guttering, I think, isn't it? <laughs> okay. There's no peptides in this class. <laughs> so, Piping. Brendan, if you, if, if you were going to sponsor the Sharks, would you put Modern Convict on the front? What's that? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Beautiful. I mean, I, I, I don't. I think. I think no sponsor for the Sharks. I think no referees for rugby league. I mean, that's where I think there's more money to be saved in just a fairness policy. You know, when you're driving up to the north coast and there's just like a big kind of box of strawberries, and they go, you yeah, know, yeah, help yourself, them. drop some Honestly, money, just a little Honestly bit box. of that with rugby league. Just put two dollars in for the strawberries, kind of like. Let's just work it out, you know. On the mean? field, no referees at all. Okay. I've always thought that. Imagine, imagine if the imagine the situation where, and this is why there's going to be referees until the day where the two captains go, this guy's actually a clown. Let's just not cheat so we don't need him. Until that happens, <laughs> there's going to have to be referees. There's going to be everyone complains about the referees. If the people didn't cheat, the referees wouldn't need to be there. Can so I, why are we blaming can the refs? We were talking about the game's greatest thinker last week, and I, for the first time oh. in my life, I'm going to applaud Buzz as that uh, that character because this week he came out with yeah. an idea. He said, "Rather than the referees, why don't we just take one wrestling coach off each team?" <laughs> it's amazing, genius. It is amazing. Mm. Did someone say Buzz game's greatest thing. thinker? Oh, yeah, yeah. look at him! How <laughs> good! Look yeah. at that How funny. angry! How <laughs> But, but if we're thinking about the game with uh, no referees, no advertising, 
Cronulla Sharks are perfectly positioned because they've got no ground. So they're looking fantastic right now, I reckon. Yeah, who I has, mean, Chris, who has? If you ask anybody from the club, we've never been in a better position. <laughs> <laughs> so Valen, yeah, there's no greater like, scribe, Stephen, than Roy <laughs> Masters, who's like in PVL, Peter Valandis. To Zeus. To Zeus. Zeus, yes, Ooh. that's right. And, the and God he, of what? Yeah, yeah and, and that his crowning achievement will be somehow to fashion an extended broadcast deal out of this. And he said, if Volantis can pull off this deal, and I have to agree with him, it is probably the most magnificent achievement in recorded history in any endeavour, uh, $2.3 billion over seven years, then Volantis is going to move on. And who's going to take his place? And he says the key is in Project Apollo. And who's headed up but no other than famous Balmain Tiger, Wayne Pierce. Mm-hmm. But in Greek mm-hmm. mythology, Apollo was the son of Zeus and is described as being beardless, youthful, athletic, Wayne Jr. Pierce, but not the sharpest in the temple. Wayne so, not, so why did Mitchell Pierce not get the job? Well, it could be I the follow through. It's more the prodigal son story, isn't it? Uh, ah, yeah. right. <laughs> now, given that we're talking. Because uh, he's, he's the son of Apollo. So, so Zeus begat Apollo. Apollo yeah, yes. begat Mitchell, Mitchell Pierce. Pierce. Mitchell Pierce. Uh, and what we're talking about. about Zeus, I, <laughs> I think and then Apollo, Apollo, I think they then made a movie about that story. Um, but they said it in space, and and it was yes. about how you can't drink your own urine twice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to space in a moment, won't we? Talking of myths, I, I, is he not closer to Icarus, who, of course, believed he could reach the sun with wings made of wax? He was deluded. The ladies? Yes. Do you think so? I don't know. I'm just you saying. Flying, out too, out flying too close to the sun. Yeah, there's not one. What voice. I loved about Valandis, didn't he come out this week and say, I'm all for it, we're gonna do it, but if it doesn't happen, I'll probably quit. Because I don't really I'll care. probably walk. Yeah, back didn't to racing. Say that? He's yeah. like he's so he's almost Buddhist in his nature. Yeah. He'll free. I take no burden. All I want to yeah. really do is is punt. I don't even really know the name of this game. Is it called reggae or regbat? Yeah. Reggae? <laughs> you know, like, he's just coming Run in going, This back. is fun for me. And if nothing and happens, because I'm at peace. Because I am it, Zeus, I am at peace. I would just wander off into a new stratosphere. You and know? if not like, Buddhism, it's business 101. If you've got a great job over yeah. there and a great job over here, you can give up that yeah. one for that one. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, we're yeah. going to take a break and come back in with the Quiet Australians for our last segment here with Brendan Cow, Dennis Carnahan, Chris Gale, myself, Stephen Ferris. Stay with us. Well, I did ask you guys, um, towns that rug- love rugby league, and apparently Aubrey doesn't love rugby league enough, so they've gone back to Melbourne. Uh, Tamworth is very much in favour. Uh, of course, Sydney loves rugby league. Uh, got any suggestions, anybody? Towns that love rugby league. We're still struggling. Come on, anybody? Queensland. Look, actually, Queensland loves rugby league. Yeah. yeah. Sydney hates it. Sydney, yeah, Sydney's divided by rugby league. Right? Sydney's divided by its football. Oh, what the, about Canberra? I suppose they love rugby league, don't they? Hey? Hey? If the Raiders are winning, Canberra. We know love where rugby you're league. coming from. Yeah, what if are you? Raiders, what do you if, think? The, if the Raiders aren't winning, the Ra- Canberra couldn't give us stuff. I always thought the Sharks should go with with this one as the Jaws, you know, as oh, a clap. kind of, you know, go for the clap, and then in between the clap, we go for the Jaws, the Sharks. Yeah. So you've got who wins? Uh, 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 you know, and that could, Michael Ennis could teach everyone that. He's, he's working for the Raiders now. <clears throat> Yeah, I, that's that 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 was my injure. You know, everyone he he, he could play to both audiences there. So Not he me. could actually do that himself. He'd be doing the double. 
Actually, you probably the only bloke in Canberra that could manage that kind this of This is a cost-cutting <laughs> measure, I assume, Brendan. Well, it's an absolute cost-cutting cost measure. Cut. Now, have you got any... How good is his hair? A mate of mine... Mine's son plays in Michael Ennis's son's football team. I think. Oh, it's which son? Cup. Yeah, there and, was. Um, and Ma- and apparently Michael Ennis has them training in the off season. I think there's seven. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, come on, kids, get up those sand dunes. Give me six thousand push-ups. So you know, it never stops when you are Mick Ennis and you have that but, head of hair. Brendan, did you have any suggestions about towns that ro- love rugby league? Well, I got some intel over the weekend. Um, I emailed um, Peter Volandis at Hotmail and, and I was just asking about um, where the, the, the clubs will be staying or each mm. club will be staying during yeah. new look stuff because we've just got the draw. Um, but it's a bit like Rugby League World that I always thought would be a fantastic idea is just to put Rugby League players in the gated community and make them think they're in regular society. But really, yeah. it's a 24-hour TV show. And they That's get right. you know visited by their wives, family, yeah. and friends. It's really, there's yeah. you know escape, exactly. from, escape from New York style. Like Bay yeah. Jail meets Big Brother kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, and this is kind of exactly what's about to take place, really. So I got um, I heard back from Peter underscore Volandis at Hotmail over the weekend, and he's told me um, where the teams will be staying. We haven't got a draw right. yet. Um, is this something you'd like to know? Yeah, where the, love to where know. The t- Okay, here it is. So the Eels will be staying near Bank West because, let's face it, that's their only chance. Um, the Raiders will be sleeping outside ANZ just so they can stay cold like at home and Ricky can keep them tough. Yeah. Um, Kurt, ah. Curtis, Scott, Curtis Scott doesn't mind sleeping outside the stadium either. Exactly. That's, for sure. that, that's what I've heard. Broncos don't mind where they're staying as long as they play Friday nights only. Yeah. Uh, Sharks will be near the Concord Hospital, apparently, because that's where Matt Moyle and Josh Dugan, Wade Graham and Andrew Fafita will be staying most of the season. John <laughs> uh, Johnson will be phoning it in from his car across the road from Concord Hospital. Uh, Cameron Smith says he's happy to referee all eight games. Craig Bellamy in the bunker. Um, but apparently wrestling is still not seen as social distancing by the integrity unit. Um, South's accommodation will be paid for by Russell Crowe um, as long as he can play with his band in the bar every night for the five months. Um, The Bulldogs will be in the hotel furthest from the local schools. (laughs) Um, Wherever the Dragons stay, Paul McGregor will likely be disappointed. Um, kind of kind of disappointed or disappointing at this place, but and won't we all be disappointed? disappointed. Yes. <laughs> He'll be disappointed. Shane <laughs> Fanigan will be happy to have the team at his place in good time. Um, the Roosters, who cares? They'll win anyway because they got the money. <laughs> uh, Warriors are in Tamworth. Apparently, they're always on the hunt for some decent players with a bit of grunt. And after the droughts, there's a lot of farmers there devastated by poverty who are apparently very handy in the back row. So the Warriors will be looking for some country guitarists and some ex-farmers. The Titans and Manly are sharing a hotel. Um, But there'll be very clear signs just in case DCE goes to walk into the wrong door and then has to walk back out the opposite way. Um, Michael Maguire has the Tigers building their own venue. Yes. <laughs> um, 
Gus Gould is said to have emailed Ivan Cleary a five-month plan on the accommodation <laughs> setup. That'll be live on TikTok. And the Cowboys are just happy to be out of Townsville because let's face it, it's a shithole. That's it, boys. That's where they're all staying. Beautiful. And yeah. on that note, um, the, the great Paul McGregor said, look, there's, a, there's an upside to losing Tyson Frizzell in that now we've got a bit of money to buy a good player. I'm going, wow. Who said yeah. that? He, Paul McGregor. Had a press conference. Good news. That is a little bit like, that is a like gal's mistake about the uh, social distancing fines where he says the, the, the police fine is $1,000 and the NRL guy got 20000 And he goes, so why are the NRL players being held 20,000 more times above the law than everybody else? If you do the mass, of course, it's only 20 times above the law. But it's more that, I thought if you are above the law, that, Chris. you get away with it. You know what I mean? I'm very sorry that you lost yourself. It's enough. It's enough to want to give you the flu shot, I tell you. <laughs> and, Brendan, one last question to you. Um, uh, talk about Mick Ennis. Um, he's, he's famous. He's got three kids, right? Uh, one is Randy Wolf. about 16 kids, I think, isn't he? Is that right? No, well, just, I know. Just, just the three. There's Randy three. Wolf. Just the three. Yeah, Kobe right. Fox and Jack. Yeah, that, that is true. And I think one of them has made it um, in the dancing. I, I saw him on one of those um, Fox League shows that goes for eight hours the other night. Um, <laughs> and, and Brave and Sam just talk about their conquests and right, it's all right. pretty laid back. And someone has a Coke and someone doesn't have a Coke. And um, I think I was on there, actually. I was on there. But, um, yeah, no, fascinating viewing. Once again, what was the question? Uh, which which son was it that was playing footy that you know about? Was it Kobe Fox, Randy Wolf, or Jack? Um, it, it was the secret. It was the secret son, secret child uh, that, 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 that he had with the um, with the with the Canberra Raiders. Um, what is that? Victor the Viking. Yes, Victor the Viking <laughs> yeah. and Michael Ennis have a secret child. <laughs> Sounding, it sounds like we're getting back to Zeus because Zeus, Zeus Volandis, like Zeus had a lot of children. Zeus had Apollo, but there's also Aphrodite, Athena, Hermes, Dionysus. Uh, and, and they also, all sound like, don't you think all they all sound like diseases that you can't get rid of? Pretty they much. Sound like, they sound like new balls to me, Brendan. They're all the men with diathenes. Can I say, I want to bring it back to something you know very well. I want to talk celebrities to you. Uh, Brendan, you understand how oh, they yeah. feel. Yeah, you understand how they feel and how they breathe. And I want to talk about this notion that um, uh, Latrell Mitchell could be compared as a victim uh, under the sufferance of media uh, uh, attachment and, and focus, just like Michael Jordan was in the last dance. It was, you know, viewed. Adam Reynolds backed up Latrell, saying, "Don't pick on Latrell like Michael Jordan; otherwise, we'll lose him." Yeah, look, it's a it's a touchy subject. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really know how to talk about it until I know, is anybody going to watch or listen to this? <laughs> Define anybody. You, you want numbers there? <laughs> what's the, what's the um, cut-off point? With... <laughs> I, I love Luttrell and I, I think Me he too. knows what he's doing. And yeah. I love all this turmoil and I love all this drama because do you know what? I reckon he's going to fully do a Jordan and yeah. he's going to turn around and he's going to redefine... He might not even play fullback or centre. He'll he'll make Doesn't another mean. position called Latrell position, <laughs> and he'll just come and redefine rugby league by holding it in one hand and jumping over people, and right. we all go, oh, really good. Um, wow. And and you no know, good luck to him. My favourite part of um, 
of, of the, the last day. I couldn't believe the episode seven right at the end where he goes, you know, and play with that mindset. I need a break. And then you just saw, it just, it was just so moving seeing him reflect back on how hardcore he was and whether he has any regret about that at all. But I love when they were pressing him on the gambling. He's like, I don't have a gambling problem. Well, can you quit? I don't have to quit. I love it. So you have a gambling problem. <laughs> no, I don't. I just love it. Um, I, think, I think that pretty much defines Sounds most enough. people who are in the sort of program these days, isn't it? I, I don't have a problem. I just love it. Stop. I yeah. can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, mm. amazing. I can't wait to see Latrell. And, mm. you know, I, I've played most of my acting career probably 10 to 15 kilos overweight, and it hasn't gone so bad no, for me, no. so, you know. Totally. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. And finally, Tom Cruise wants to film in outer space. Chris, tell yeah. us. So he's in talks with NASA, who, let's face it, like a lot of businesses these days need new income streams. Yeah. And um, the idea is, is that there's a lot of good quality real estate in the International Space Station not being utilised. <laughs> so the idea is, is you put Tom in a rocket, fire him up to the space station and actually literally make a movie in space. Not one of your IMAX 3D walkthrough situations, but an actual dramatic turn. And he's well known to be a South fan. So apparently it's the Shane Richardson story. Uh, wow. Russell, Russell, <laughs> Russell Crowe's been opted to play Shane. And bizarrely, yeah. I've been opted to play Russell Crowe, which leaves Brendan. <laughs> what role are you looking for in this particular production? Well, I think I'm probably playing Andrew Denton. Oh, right, yeah, perfect. <laughs> You've got to look like... I oh, know, fantastic. <laughs> not Ray Martin. March for the 80,000, though, in the space station is not going to be easy. Mm. What about Mikey I, Robbins? I think, I, you know, in my early acting <laughs> career, Chris, I played a lot of characters. You know you're not doing very well when your characters don't have a character name. Um, <laughs> and you're, you're Policeman 3. Um, I was once in a war movie and I was the jaded Aussie. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I ended up having quite a few lines that I, you know, improvised. And I had to say to the director, can I just like be called Wallace or something in the credits so that people take me seriously? <laughs> so I would say I probably will audition for Piggins, for Denton, and I'll yeah. probably end up playing Piggins. Redfern Local. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the good news is that one of the, there's always silver linings. COVID-19, they dusted off Love My Way, apparently. And it's a hit all over again. Are you benefiting in Mate. any way from that? What are you talking it's about, Chris? That, Tell me. That's what happens with these cult, these cult practices, isn't it? They just <laughs> keep on coming. And I, I'm more than happy with because when they bring out the photos, that I, I looked my best um, around nine years. When I was 34, Chris, 34 is the greatest age. It's kind of like the Sharks in 1957. Everything <laughs> should have stopped right then. I, I was so attracted to myself. Um, I just played the Dane. My hair was at a great length. I couldn't put on weight no matter how much Nando's I ate. I just looked great. So I'm happy with all the media floating around about it. It's only going to up my brand. Beautiful. On that note, we'll say farewell. Thank you very much, Brendan, for Notting Hill. And good luck with... Uh, what are you actually working Absolutely. on right now? If you're work, are you writing? Are you developing? Are you? I'm I'm doing a bit of a Cameron Smith, and I'm I'm just yeah, going yeah. into the wooden hut in the wilderness, and I'm going to come yes. out with a great work. Fantastic um, for you. Yeah. I'm I'm working on a dance piece um, about Andrew Enninghausen at the moment. Um, Is this a we'll modern interpretive dance? It's a modern interpretive dance. Yeah, great. Okay. Will it cover the fishing? 
Yeah, it'll cover cover the the three mil for three inches, kind of whatever it was. Was that what it was? <laughs> I don't know what it was, but um, no, I'm I'm just toiling away. Um, hopefully yeah. a bit of Avatar towards the end of the year, and oh, yeah. um, like all artists who um, you know, from Australia, wondering um if we will be acknowledged, but trying not to sound like um we're whinging because that is the worst music in the world, isn't it, Stephen? Yeah. The music is whining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, uh, when do we see you back in Australia? When you can, when they let you um, in? I don't know. I, I, I'm a bit scared to do that. Fourteen days in a hotel um, mm. without any air coming in. Um, yeah. What's going to happen to me? Yeah, it depends which hotel too. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. But you know, I'll have rugby league uh, to back wash. In the air. So, exactly. You know. I well, thank you I very much for not not being too quiet for us. No, never. You know, yeah, you guys mate. always tie me up. You bring it out, you find <laughs> me up. You're the greatest. You oh, are the greatest. Me and Matty Johnson. There he is. Right. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. We'll see you soon. Cheers. Bye. 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 <laughs> okay.